0: Sometimes I'll go go to John and just say, I just need to tell you about something because I can't stop thinking about it and I just don't want to think about it anymore. So let me tell you about it.
1: (laughs) I do that too. The talker in me says, I need to get, but you need to preface it, right? You need to preface that conversation. Are you in the zone right now? (laughs) Yeah. Otherwise, John's going to be like,
0: this does not sound like a worry or a stress at all to me. So I need to let him know
1: that it is for me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And that's why I need to...
1: Yeah, and I'm all about the fresh perspective. This is what this mm-hmm. is what our conversations are about. Because so many times I will just like you say, I need to just get this off my chest. I'm worried about this. And then the other person's like, Oh, really? And they just mm, give yeah. you a completely different take on it. And yes. it's just super helpful. So I've owned the fact that I will start a few sentences with, I'm worried about, I'm uh-huh. worried about this. But it's okay because I know that I'm also a believer that there's a solution to every problem. Three, two, one. Hey friends, it's Nicole
0: and Kate, your girls from across the globe. Sydney, Australia and Puerto Rico to be exact. And we're so
1: excited to be sharing this time with you. Get ready for a candid convo with us, Nicole and Kate. Throughout this podcast, we'll be sharing our own experiences and thoughts in the hopes that you'll realize that one, you're not alone, and two, that open and honest convos can lead to awesome discoveries, shifts in perspectives, and energy to move ahead with confidence. Because
0: that's what real friends do. They provide love, support, and space for one another to share without judgment, speak without hesitation, and to learn from each other, even when we don't agree. And with that, Let's dive in. Hello. Hello. Very excited to be back on the mic with you. I
1: hear your mellifluous voice. I love Ooh. that mm. I don't even know what that means. Well, I just found myself swaying. Sounds great. Like swaying as though you were singing in that
0: last paragraph. I was very much thinking that we might be jingle experts <laughs> oh, no. in another life.
1: I don't think I'm musical at all, though. That's the sad thing.
0: I wish. well we do we do have like a very sing-songy
1: intro we I M H O. hl we do we do yeah sometimes i feel like i carry that from my italian heritage oh. my italian speaking you know they say italian sounds like a sing-songy language yeah i feel like sometimes i bring that into english which can sound a little weird yeah you weird. do <laughs> yeah <laughs> Ooh, I'm excited
0: for our chat today. I am Even too. though, you know, it's about a topic that maybe not a lot of people love when they hear it, but... Yeah, but we can all relate to stress. 100%. 110%. 1,010%. <laughs> <laughs> We're That's
1: laughing high. about stress. <laughs> it is, it is very high, but I feel uh, that it is such a topic that comes up all the time.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, there have... Absolutely. I was going to say 100%. There have absolutely been times in my life where stress felt like a constant. Like maybe not a 24/7 constant, but an almost daily feeling. Um, I remember when I was younger and really realizing what stress felt like for the first time because when you're a kid, you're like I don't even think you know what that means, right? I don't totally. know. I mean maybe yeah. maybe some kids do, but I didn't as a kid. Thankfully.
1: I don't even know when I first realized or thought about stress.
0: Good. Point. Yeah, well, I mean, the first times that I started thinking about it were in the form of I don't have enough money saved up or my credit card bills are really high <laughs> or I could be in a better job or what happens if I quit my job and I can't find another job. But as I've grown and matured, the thoughts have changed. And so has the intensity of that stress I mean, not being able to like pay your bills and not having any money and maybe thinking that you quit your job and what if I can't get another job? Like those are definitely intense levels of stress, but I don't know. It's almost like I've continued graduating to a higher level of like responsibility, I guess, you know, I feel like we've talked about this in other episodes. It's just like As you get older, the choices and the decisions that you make, you know, there's more at stake. There's like a higher outcome that you start to recognize in an all new way. And don't get me wrong. I'm super grateful for this growth, um, even if it means higher levels and higher intensity of stress, because another thing I've learned as I've gotten older is that there are ways to manage stress. Um, and that's what I'm really excited to talk about today because I think it's a topic that doesn't get talked about enough, especially in a helpful way. Mm. Um, and I know we're not the only ones feeling these feelings.
1: Yeah. And it, and I think what you've hit on is that I don't think stress ever goes away, but we probably get mm. better at managing it or we find ways as we get older, we recognize, oh, this is going to cause me a bit of stress. And because mm-hmm. I, I don't think could. Stress aversion is, you know, completely is possible. Mm -hmm. I just don't think it's even realistic. It's going to happen. It's just that I think there are some stresses that you're prepared to deal with. And there are others that, oh, do I have to deal with this? I don't want to deal with this. Mm -hmm. Um, You might have seen it before, so you maybe can handle it better. Or like totally unexpected
0: stress. Yeah. Where, where you just don't even see it coming. That's hard. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably the toughest. Because like you said, if it's a type of stress that you've experienced before, you can say like, okay, got to take a time out, do my breathing or right. whatever, you know, insert whatever you do to manage that stress.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah that I mean it's acute for me right now I think I've already shared this with you you know my mum's navigating a new kind of health Mm. challenge that we're working Mm. through and when that came up suddenly there was this kind of very sharp interruption of my day-to-day quote-unquote stress because running a business Mm. has its stresses but it's not necessarily like this is a bad stress I don't want to deal with this it's just part for the course right when you're running a business you've got challenges you're putting out fires it's it it just it's what you do every day right and you accept that but then when there's this interjection of oh I've got to deal with this now what all of a sudden Mm -hmm. mum might have something that we're investigating and we're not sure and I have to help her out and she needs more support then it's like oh okay I'm doing double stress management now
0: Triple stress, yeah, man. <laughs> quadruple, what, right? Because it's your mom. I know. Yeah, um, I mean, when it's yeah, when family and the people that you love and and yeah, that's like it's there are different levels, right? It's like yes. a whole different stratosphere of of worry, and I haven't experienced this before, and yeah. yeah. Thinking of you and your mom, by the way.
1: Oh, thank All you. All the time. Yeah. yeah. She's good mm-hmm. for now. We'll just yeah. keep, you know, navigating this this phase and hopefully everything will be okay. But it's, yeah. It's just a waiting game and it's week by week, you know. And So, so what has kind of
0: been one of your go-tos in this? Because I know you've been in it for several weeks now. Mm-hmm. How, do you feel like you've kind of gotten to a place where if something does pop up and Maybe triggers like an intense feeling of like, oh my gosh, is there, you know, you call your brother, do you you talk to Omar or is it just like an internal thing that you've... Yeah, I'm a big talker. I've said
1: this yeah. a few times and I like to talk things out. Not everyone's a big talker like I am. So you have to, you know, choose the moments when you want to bring someone in on a, a venting session or I just need to get this off my chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother and I are really different that way. He And he's recognized that um, it, he's gotten better at recognizing how I process things, which is through talking through a lot of like the emotional side of things, whereas he's far more pragmatic and practical. So I kind of will choose the times we have great conversations don't get me wrong but I'll be much more selective about when I need to or at least I will tell him hey this is a venting session I just need to get something off my chest so I need to you know preface show up (laughs) and he's like okay this is what I'm what I'm you know in for right now Um, but definitely yeah uh, talking talking to Omar about it and he's been so supportive and I think that was the first thing that happened like when when I realized I had to take some you know a few days here and there or a few hours out of out of work to just to deal with this he was like it's okay just do what you've got to do like that's the beauty of having a co-founder and you know, and he, and th- we can cover for each other when you know things like this happen. Fortunately, it hasn't been a massive disruption, uh, but even just a little disruption because we're in such a habit and a routine of our daily work and the hours and you don't expect interruptions. And when interruptions happen, I've gotten better now of just realizing, okay, reprioritizing the mm-hmm. things that I've got to do and just moving things to like, okay, that's not gonna get done today. This will yep. have to get done tomorrow.
0: And being okay with that, like giving Mm. yourself that space and grace to be like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. This is more important right now. Uh, Nothing, nothing to be stressed about, you know, like in terms of what you're not getting done.
1: Yeah. I feel like that I used to be, I think I've gotten better at this, but one of my, the way stress kind of manifested itself, it would be very overwhelming. It would be almost like it would Mm -hmm. just take over and it, that was almost more detrimental than the actual thing that I was concerned about, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. So, realizing that the way I'm actually feeling and processing this stress is worse than realizing, oh, I need to reschedule this call or I can't do the thing that I was supposed to do today. It has to get done another day. I have to apologize. I have to excuse myself, whatever. The consequence of that is 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 okay there's a consequence we might have to skip out on a meeting or you might you know have to delay a task that is not as bad as the feeling of sitting in that stress and overwhelm and all those emotions that come up when you're in a stressful situation I don't know if I'm making any sense
0: totally Uh, like it's like the spiraling Mm -hmm. you get in that spiral and then you're like oh wait a second I'm very much overstressing something that shouldn't be this stressful because I'm stressed out by my stress right now
1: (laughs) I think that's what gets better as you get older yeah that's what I've gotten better at Mm. there's moments where I've slipped back but I've been able to catch myself and go whoa okay don't spiral (laughs)
0: Yeah, I guess because you recognize it, huh? I mean, that's kind of what we were Mm -hmm. dabbling in a little bit earlier is like you kind of start to recognize certain situations or like a big one for me is identifying triggers, like what triggers Mm -hmm. stress for me. And if I can, you know, have a hand in altering those situations Mm -hmm. or scenarios, then, you know, and sometimes it's as simple as like, there might be people who trigger stress for you or feelings of anxiety, like just because of the way that they talk to you or the way that they present things. And and sometimes yes. it's like, okay, I understand that you're like really excited about this, upset about this. Um, but like, I can't really deal in this situation when you come at me like that. So let's start over.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> I'm just thinking about so many situations that Yeah, That has been very true for me. (laughs) Have you done that though? Have
0: you like, have you been able to kind of share with people like, "Uh, this kind
1: of stresses me out when you do this? (laughs) Yes. So it's happened when, for example, Omar might be at home and he's working and I've stepped out to do something. Okay. And then... And, or vice versa. I'm at home, still working. He's had to step out and do something, and then he's come back. And something in in between, while one person's been out, has happened. And mm. so, when the other person comes back, I've done this before, I've dumped like, oh, there's <laughs> this thing to deal with right now. And yeah. and he's like, okay, wait, let me take my shoes off. <laughs> 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 i just walked in the door. And it's just when... And, and vice versa, it's happened the other way around. I've mm-hmm. come from, I don't know, maybe even like a yoga class or something, at whatever time of day. And then he's presented something and I'm like, we're in different places right now. We're yeah. in different states of mind. And sometimes you're not ready to hear that. Totally. Whatever it is. This is what I was laughing about, like my brother and I, because I need to prepare him and tell him this is a venting session Mm. because it stresses him if I come to him in that emotional or like, oh, this is going on. What are we going to do? And I go into like my worry kind of state and he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Give me the facts.
0: Yeah, that I could totally relate to that, too. I mean, there have been times when John is like, you are not allowed to start a sentence that way ever again. And I'm like, oh, OK, I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> and like you said, vice versa. Right. Sometimes like he like even the tonality is like, yes. I, I can't do that. Like you just freaked me out. and mm-hmm. And I don't know if there's an emergency, if someone is hurt, if <sighs> yes. like you need me to resend an email. Like Those are all very different scenarios, but because of the way that you're saying it, I can't tell, so
1: don't do that anymore. (laughs) I'm so guilty of that because I can emote in a way that it sounds like there's an emergency, but really I'm just saying, oh, we need to restart the router. Uh, or something like he's like oh my god I thought you know the building was on fire right
0: (laughs) yeah yes and I think too that for me I'm I do that because I want to be able to react better as well and so you know there are certain like knee-jerk reactions that you have to certain situations or the way something's presented to you where where it is just a reaction, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't like being reactive ever. And so mm-hmm. I, I kind of like to consider it that way as well. It's like, how can, even if I am presented a situation where it's not really dealt to me in the way that I would like it to be, because it won't always be, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's just of course. not gonna happen. <laughs> 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 Therefore, What can I do in order to not be reactive, in order to not immediately return that stress or anxiety Mm. or just like kind of uncontrollable response? Right. Yeah. Um, Or like making a bad decision, right? Yeah. Like because you're just so caught up in the moment and then maybe you say or you do something that you know you're going to regret later. Mm -hmm. Man, I've gotten... I've gotten plenty of emails from people where I'm just like, I am very offended right now. (laughs) I'm not happy with the way that this was worded. I work so hard and I do so many things. I can't believe that this person's. Saying these things to me and stepping away and not returning that email is always the best idea. <laughs>
1: oh, that is that's like rule number one now. Never mm. react in yes. the moment. Yeah. And we're, I guess we're fortunate now, maybe you just generally with people working from home, if we take like work examples, for we can, we can train ourselves. Like I'm definitely far more trained now, you know, with asynchronous communication to not have to respond to something until I've yep. thought, thought through it, or if something causes an emotional reaction, not to respond right away, mm-hmm. because it's often a very clouded, uh it could be a very clouded decision. It could be a very poor decision because it's literally an emotional decision. Yes. So I think there's good training now that we have. I don't know. I feel like mm-hmm. <laughs> there's opportunity to. You know what I am not
0: very well trained in at all that I would love to figure out. Do <laughs> <to> tell. <laughs> is I used to be the best sleeper. Like, Ever. I would go to sleep and I would literally wake up like nine hours later in the exact same position. Hadn't moved. Didn't need to go up to go to the bathroom. Like nothing. Oh, that's incredible. I know. Well, it ended. (laughs) Okay. I'm not saying I'm happy about it because that's quite a talent. (laughs) I'm working on getting that talent back slowly but surely. But that's the thing is like, sometimes I'll wake up in the middle of the night and if I'm in like a season or chapter or, you know, I've got something big coming up that I've been planning for a really long time. I feel like I really can let that take over and I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I will just not be able to stop thinking about that thing. And then, you know, you get like that feeling in your gut and it's just so icky and I don't know how to get rid of it.
1: You're not alone, girl, that Uh, happens. I think that happens to a lot of people. Happens to me. Like, I can think of times when I know I have to have a maybe difficult conversation with a team member, or Mm. there's just a bit of a misalignment and there's a a need to get on the same page again. Those conversations, the, the rehearsals, The rehearsed conversations in your head, like they're just the biggest waste of time, but I don't know how to get rid of those. Mm -hmm. I'm sure people do that. They imagine the entire conversation. It's like, it's not going to go like that. What is the point? Get back to sleep.
0: (laughs) Yes. You can prepare, but it, you know, it's counterproductive for me, for sure. Because I always think of the worst case. Mm. I'm like, what am I going to do when it all falls apart? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> why do things I don't know if, this, if you feel this way We'll get back to your sleepless um, Episodes Because it happens to me too But don't mm. you feel that in the night things feel worse And then in the morning Ooh. They just seem Like why was I worried about that That happens to me I wake up and I feel yeah. like Oh it's not as bad as I was imagining When I you know opened my eyes at 3am And you know had trouble going back to sleep Because I was thinking about this thing I wonder if there's like a science to that. Like when you're in a
0: certain state of like relaxation or when you've just woken up from like a deep sleep or even mm-hmm. REM sleep, like I wonder if there's something, there's gotta be something to that, right? Yeah. Cause it or always happens.
1: Like, it doesn't feel yeah. as bad in the morning.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think like, okay. So, I guess there are certain situations where you can't do this, but you mentioned like either like a really tough conversation that you have to have or something like that. Mm. I'm always like, I just need to stop thinking about this and just do it. Like don't think about it anymore. Uh And, and I think that that is, it's the hardest thing to do by far. It's the hardest choice that you can make to mm-hmm. not continue thinking about it and obsessing yeah. about it and to just do it. But then once you do, you're like, oh, phew,
1: thank goodness that's over. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So what? Uh, so when you were, you know, you've recently married and I know <laughs> we've talked about the buildup and all the things that you had to do before the wedding. It's a massive event. Did you mm-hmm. find yourself waking up at night, thinking through what-if scenarios? You know what's so interesting is probably like
0: a month to the wedding, I was having nights like that where I would wake up, oh my goodness, what if I didn't choose the right caterer? Like, oh, I don't like that choice that I made. Like, oh my gosh, I don't want to have flowers, but everyone's telling me to have flowers, To have <laughs> flowers. Like, you know, like stuff like that. Or like one of my biggest things was I really didn't want a tent for our wedding because we had an outdoor wedding oh. um, and I didn't want a tent over it but I would have been paying a lot of money if the furniture would have gotten rained on because I rented the furniture <gasps> okay and so a lot I was like I don't want a tent but I think I have to get a tent you know these are like small time things <laughs> compared to a lot of decisions and and stress yeah. that people are handling I fully recognize that um but One week before the wedding, once my family got into town and all my friends started coming into town, I started having the best sleep. Uh And I was like worried that I was, because if I'm like speaking at an event or a conference or I have like, if we're hosting an event and like people are coming down for a mastermind or something, oh my gosh, up until like that event, Mm -hmm. I am like not getting good sleep. But for whatever reason, like the whole week leading up to the wedding, I got the best sleep. I wasn't stressed. I wasn't like, and I think it's because I had so many people around me just like mm. wanting to help and wanting to like love on me. And I just felt so taken care of. It was incredible.
1: Oh, I'm so happy.
0: Thank you. Thank you. There were certainly things that happened during the that weekend that <laughs> were kind of stressful. But again, I was so lucky to have my friends and my family around me because everyone was just like stood up big time for like anything that I needed. And that feels really good, especially being someone where like, I'm not the best at asking for help. Mm-hmm. Like I pulled out all the stops the weekend of my wedding. Good I asked for, for help you. for ev- from everyone. Good for
1: you. Um,
0: yeah. So, so that was really good, but there were things like the morning of my wedding, I woke up to a message from my coordinator my day of court I I hired a day of coordinator to help me make sure that everything was happening so I didn't have to and I just had a message from her in all capital letters that said please call me now oh and that was like one of those conversations where I replied to her and I was like please do not message me in all capital letters that does not work for me (laughs)
1: that tone Uh, is not gonna work not gonna work
0: (laughs) because of course immediately when I saw that like I didn't just a very natural like human reaction of like all of a sudden I feel anxiety and and I'm already stressed out and I don't even know what I'm stressed out about and like I don't want that's not what that's not how I want to start the day of my wedding (laughs) wow (laughs) And so I think that I think that it is important to have you know ways reminders yeah just when you're in those scenarios like a go to so that as soon as you have that feeling you can you can bring yourself back and and whatever you do to help yourself work through that I mean that's made such a huge
1: change for me 100% I and I think that's where the secret if there is a secret I don't think that's not the right way to put it but I think it's all about finding those ways to to cope because I've I don't know I haven't figured out I haven't seen anyone who's completely rid of all stress in life I mean I don't even know if that's possible maybe it is maybe I need to meet that person but I I'm operating from the position that there's always going to be something that mm-hmm. is not the way you want it or is not kind of working. And so I accept that. So it's more important to think of things and ways to deal with it. And yeah. the, the sleep... The waking up and having, you know, thoughts racing, I think that's pretty common mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm with you. Like I'm a pretty, you know, I feel fortunate knock on wood to be a pretty good sleeper in general. And, but when those, those, you know, cause you do wake up to go to the bathroom. So naturally you're awake and then, for, you know, it's just natural for those thoughts, what's going on the next day or something that's on your mind um, will come up. I just talk to myself and say, Go back to sleep. I'm in the middle of a sleep cycle. Yes.
0: <laughs> and everything's going to be okay.
1: No, yeah. The world isn't going to end. You can deal with this tomorrow. Because I've heard that, you know, being concerned about the fact that you're awake and trying to force yourself back to sleep is doesn't actually help it's counterproductive you know this is yeah. like get up read a book it's like mm, that doesn't feel mm. right either and I'm like I don't have the energy now to wake up or go to the couch and read or put something yeah. on tv like and that's not just not gonna happen so I've kind of and, it, and it's worked for me it's worked for me I don't know where I got that whole thing of like I'm in the middle of a sleep cycle right now mm-hmm. and get back to sleep and just yeah and for some reason it, it, it's worked just,
0: yeah You know what my sister recommended to me because her and I were chatting about this actually last week when she was here for my wedding um, because we were talking about like waking up and thinking about things and uh, which I certainly did a lot previous to the week before. Um, And she was like, I just think of an event or time in my life when I was the happiest and most joyful and I replay it. And mm. she's like, it always
1: works. And so I'm like, oh, that's my new go-to. <laughs> yeah, the happy, oh, that's the other thing. You just reminded me. That's the other thing I do. I just do a gratitude list. It's so yeah. cheesy. I'm grateful oh, for this. Yeah. I'm grateful for that. Because it's actually really hard for your brain to be in a negative place and to feel right. negative when you start to think of positive thoughts. So I guess that's what the happy place is all about, right? Or the, that happy that's moment. That's so good. But just literally running through a really mundane list. You know, I'm happy. I'm grateful for breakfast that I'm going to have tomorrow. I'm grateful Mm -hmm. for my health. I'm grateful for Omar. I'm grateful for my mom. And just working through that list, that's helpful as well. That's such a good idea. Speaking of lists, my brother a few years ago mentioned something that was super helpful and it was to write a worry list. He actually called it a a worry worry list, which which sounds a little bit like, "Mm, okay, that's a bit negative. Uh-huh. But writing down all your tech, you know, quote unquote worries, and seeing them on paper can just be a way to deal with the fact that oh, when you see it written down, or once it's all out of your head, mm-hmm. it's easier to recognize. I can deal with that. That's yeah. not a big deal. So worry That's list. A, I love that idea, actually. I
0: think it's a because I'm huge on to do lists, you know. Just like getting, just get it all out. So because mm-hmm. it, otherwise, it's like bogging and weighing you down.
1: Yes, but th- there's something different about it actually being labeled a worry list versus like, okay, I'm worried about this, so I'm going to make it a to do list. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah, but there's like something it. like you said. Like once you just, just get it out, get it out, and it's like yeah, I'm acknowledging that I'm really worried about this. I'm stressed about this. It's all on mm-hmm. paper. There, yeah, there's something different about that. I don't know what it is. No, I love it. I'm
0: going to adopt that immediately. Yeah, it almost just feels like you're releasing it, right? Mm. Well, I, and actually, I mean, I do that verbally a lot. Mm. Sometimes I'll go into go to John and just say. I just need to tell you about something because I can't stop thinking about it and I just don't want to think about it anymore. So, let me tell you about it.
1: <laughs> I do that too. The talker yeah. in me says,
0: I need to get but you need to yes. preface it,
1: right? You need to preface that yeah, conversation. Yeah, totally.
0: Are you Because I know right other <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, John's going to be like, "Uh, this does not sound like a worry or a stress at all to me." So, I need to yes. let him know that it is for me. <laughs> yes. And that's yeah. why I need to but I think that that's really super helpful. If you have someone that you can go to and just say, like, I just need to talk this out and get your opinion, get your feedback. This, and sometimes I'm even like, this is what I'm thinking of doing next. Does that sound like a good idea? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because going back to like being reactive, you know, I don't want to do stuff like without really considering, you know, because I'm like wrapped up in the emotions of it or whatever. Um, so I think having that outside perspective is really good, but the w- a worry less. I like that.
1: Yeah, and I'm all about the fresh perspective. This is this mm-hmm. is what our conversations are about. Because so many times I will just like you say, I need to just get this off my chest. I'm worried about this, and then the other person's like, Oh, really? And they just mm, give yeah. you a completely different take on it, and yes. it's just super helpful. So I've owned the fact that. I will start a few sentences with, I'm worried about,
0: I'm uh-huh. worried about this,
1: uh-huh. but it's okay because I know that I'm also a believer that there's a solution to every problem, you mm-hmm. know, and I just feel like once you acknowledge what the problem is or what you're stressed about, what's on that worry list, then it's like, okay, the next step is how, you know, what can I do to fix one, two, three, yeah. four? Yeah, Definitely so easy right so good so easy so good we solved it right (laughs) we solved you are welcome (laughs) no but i know that it's it's hard when you're in it right it's really hard when you're in it yeah Yeah. that's why you got to talk to people
0: yep yeah and not be like ashamed or feel like there's something bad about those feelings it's just about understanding the best way to navigate them yeah yeah Nicole, speaking of talking to others about, I'm so grateful that we have this platform. And I hope that, you know, our goal in this was also to have our listener friends feel like they had a platform to have these conversations and uh, to know that, you know, talking about things can be so super helpful. So
1: thank you. Oh, thank you. I agree. Just to be able to say things that you might feel like, oh, I wonder if someone else is, you know, feeling the same mm. way i wonder if someone else is waking up at 3 a.m with racing thoughts you know? yes
0: just to the answer like is it's yes it's okay <laughs> right exactly yeah yeah oh awesome well with that we will close out today's chat on how stress manifests itself and friends we hope that you've picked up a thing or two you can carry with you today and moving forward to give you that extra boost of confidence and support when you need it most
1: And friends, if you enjoyed this conversation and you have a friend in mind who might also find this conversation helpful, share it with them. Send them to canrelatepodcast.com or have them search Nicole and Kate Can Relate on their favorite podcast app. Until next time.